On today's episode of Tell Me What You Know, we break open the toy chest for a little trip down memory lane. Start with a draft, selecting our favorite toys from childhood, and then move on to talk about the Toy Hall of Fame and the finalists for the upcoming induction ceremony in November of this year. Finally, we'll take a trip through time discussing some of the most notable toys from the 1970s to the first decade of the new millennium. Put down your Game Boys and Furbies, it's time for Tell Me What You Know. Hello, everybody. Today's Friday, September 25th. This is episode 21 of season two of Tell Me What You Know. We are recording on the same day yeah, that we're releasing first. the episode. I know. You're probably sitting there like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, where's our episode? I wake up every morning at 6 o'clock, just to, every Friday at 6 o'clock, just to listen to Tell Me What You Know, and it's not there. This, this is two weeks out of the last three I've woken up with our hat in the episode. I know. That has not felt like Christmas. I do think Sam Nelson basically texted us like very quickly in yes. the morning. Noticing that an episode has not dropped yet. Correct. And I can't tell if he listens to troll us. Right. Or if he's listening because he really he wanted that episode on his drive to work. I don't know. I mean I'm 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 gonna go with the latter because it's way more fun to think that. You can you can kid yourself anything. <laughs> the guy only knows one one speed. One yeah, he's only got one gear. Uh, so yeah, we're recording now, we're gonna release this episode in about two hours probably. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be out for your drive home. Be out for your drive home. Yeah, exactly. uh, this might happen right. a few times over the next four or five weeks. We're just busy, busy. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Uh, let's get into it though. Yeah, we'll start with one thing I learned. Yep. You want to go? Or you want me to go? Um, go ahead. Okay. I was talking about uh, with some friends. We were talking about like banana flavored stuff, like banana popsicles. Yeah. Which I feel like it's kind of uh, kind of polarizing. Like you either love them or you hate them. Okay. I love banana flavored stuff. Yeah. Happy taffy. Banana pudding. Uh, but the, the flavor doesn't taste really anything at all like bananas, actually, right? Do you know why this is? I feel like this was one thing I learned like a month ago. Did you do this? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that there was a there was a, a plague that came through. <laughs> <laughs> and the flavor is based on an on an extinct plant. <laughs> You're so red. <laughs> That's not. No. You learned. I told you about this. Oh, God. Well, we knew this was going to happen at some point. I just did not think it was going to be about the banana. Well, so no, go through. Maybe our, no. our listeners forgot. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. The gross Michelle. The exactly. Big, the big yes. Mike banana. Yes. I was really worried that it was like I was pronouncing it wrong. Mm. Like gros Michelle. <laughs> Something. Michel. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. It's based off a banana that doesn't exist anymore. You already knew that because it wasn't original. <laughs> so I, just, I just don't listen to you, I guess, when you do it. I guess not. Maybe I was writing my own at that point. I think you were. You were like writing your intro. Well, let's move on to something that I learned. Okay. I learned that Vin Diesel is a multi-talented <laughs> phenom. <laughs> he's releasing his you first just single. Learned that. I just. I mean, I, I only knew him in one avenue, but he's releasing his first single as a recording artist with Kygo, called "Feel Like I Do." Released. Uh, yeah, it's out. You can go to. You can go listen to it right now. It's pretty good. Yeah. If you want to really cringe, you can go watch the clip from the Kelly Clarkson show where she has her digital audience dancing to it, oh and they're all on just like the individual screens, just going. Oh, I did not. Twenty twenty. Have you sucks. listened to the song? I've listened to some of it. It's kind of trash. I just can't tell who it is singing. It it's Vin Diesel. Sound, I know, but that doesn't sound like Vin Diesel. I, it's. Yeah. It sounds like Kygo kind of made it kind of dancey. Right. I like Kygo. Kygo's music. Sure. Um, it's chill. Kind of fun to just chill out to yeah. I don't know uh, does not really sound like Vin Diesel I don't got friends I got family that's right does that sound like Vin Diesel uh, yeah that's better that sounds more like Vin Diesel than Vin Diesel and feel like I do yeah anyways he is multi-talented and yes we knew that and he's out fucking bananas man alright I gotta get over this <laughs> the gross Michelle the gross the big Mike the big big Mike Nanners I loved I like I didn't know exactly where you're going I yeah, thought your maybe face destroyed I was like, like mid-sentence are you doing the flavor testing about the banana f- banana flavors? Yep. All right. Let's talk about today's stuff. Let's talk about toys. We're talking about toys. Tell me what you know about toys. So I think we should start off by... So here's going to be the breakdown for the show. We're going to talk about what is and what is not a toy. We're going to immediately level draft, draft our f- top toys. We decided to move the draft up because we're going to be talking about toys throughout. We don't want to get too into details. It's like, oh, that was on my list. So we just kind of ruined it. Um. Right, but I have a feeling that by describing what is and what isn't a toy, and then going straight into our draft, we're gonna maybe contradict ourselves a little bit. Right, but we'll see what happens. Well, so the main question I have is, mm-hmm. what's the difference between a toy and a game? If you go by 
uh, so when I was looking at the National Toy Hall of Fame, there are board games in the Toy Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Um, but if you're talking about like a board game versus like a video game versus like tag, I guess tag is not a toy, right? Right. It's a Hide way to pass time and stuff. Yeah. Well, and then you can also throw in our puzzles game, our puzzles toys. Jigsaw puzzles Jigsaw in the National puzzles. Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it challenges you, but like would a coloring book be a toy? I, I, I would kind a, of, a I Sudoku would include book? it. I would include it. I would include a it. A book I think. of crossword puzzles? Yeah. I would include it as, as a toy. But then you get into the question of is an N64 console, is that the toy and then the games that go on top of it, like go in it? The cartridges are the games, but yeah. it's completely useless on its own. So it's um, it's an interesting breakdown. I think they, from an industry perspective, yeah, they collect them as toys and games, yes. kind of together, right? TNG, yeah, uh, yes. I, I so now I don't even know. We were talking about this the other day. Like, are toys anything other than digital now? Like, I don't, you never see a commercial for a new action figure or. Uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots or something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh. Is that true? Like, I don't are know. Are we just not re- watching the right channels? I don't watch Nick Jr. Anymore, yeah, that's so. sorry. <laughs> Cartoon Network. <laughs> you don't wake up on every Saturday morning and watch cartoons? No. I think they must still be selling toys, things like that. I mean, that. but like where? Toys are, all the toy companies have gone out of business. That's KB true. Toys, Toys R Us, they're all gone, right? That's true. I really don't know. I mean, maybe that's more just a brick and mortar versus e-commerce type thing. You know how whenever you were watching toy commercials, let's just skip to, like, I yeah. love toy commercials. Yes. And they always over over well, so glorified the, the, the toy. It never worked as well as, as it did in the no. commercial. And never like, you that, could that never remote do. control car never skidded around that corner through rain and then like sped off into the distance. You could never do never did that. anywhere close to what they did in the commercials with the toys. Never. But you were so hyped after watching them. Yeah. I remember. I can remember even feeling now. I must get goosebumps thinking about like some toy with some guy just being like, "You throw it against the wall," and like it's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just nineties hype. Like, you better guy. not throw it against the wall. You better not. Um, I like where I like where this is going. But let's draft our toys. Just All right, get this over it. with. Okay. I don't know who goes first this time. Uh, you go first. What was our last one? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, gladiators. So we drafted gladiator weapons and now we did tailgate stuff. Oh, tailgate stuff! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. I think you went first that time, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, my first, <clears throat> the one that is my favorite. I don't think you'll take, so I'm going to save it. Okay, I'm going to go Super Soaker though, number one. Oh, good one. Super Soaker great was one. great. Uh, there. <laughs> You had all different types. I had the backpack with the extra water jug on it, so yeah. you just never ran out of water. Yeah, uh, the ones you oh, could yeah. like turn in different directions. But the classic will always work the best. Well, the, 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 the less the PSI meter, the on less well. moving parts, right. in a super soaker gun, water gun in general is better. Right. Anytime you have too many diff- different compartments, there's always places for leaks to happen, and then there's nothing worse than just like this like little dribble of water. Right. You know, you want something that like it looks like you peed your pants for the whole yeah. Way you way. want something that's gonna like a fire hose for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, Super Soaker is my one. Super Soaker is a good one. I'm going to stay inside the kind of the same vein of tag stuff and go Nerf gun. Yep, I had that one as yeah, well. Yeah, Nerf guns were, I mean, like the best. We had a, my, my friends, one of my friends' uh, houses, they had this really big basement. There's just like a giant playroom. Uh-huh. And it was just perfectly set up for like Nerf Wars. You yeah. Had like two different, two, two distinct couches, sides. Two right. couches like facing each other. Yeah. Yeah. So set up fun. some forts. What yeah, was your, awesome. do you have a, a specific Nerf gun that you remember being your favorite? Mm. I've had a lot of them. I've had ones where they had like, again, anytime you kind of over, they overdo it, it mm-hmm. usually has a drawback that it doesn't work as well. But I was going to say, you know, the ones with like almost a, um, like a belt feed mm-hmm. and it was like going, it never There's would one here work in the office. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It doesn't work. No, you, if, if it was really going to work well, I think you'd have to spend like a thousand dollars on that Nerf gun, but right. you know, it's 50 bucks. So you can't really expect it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. The best ones um, are just like you single load, pull the plunger shot and it went straight. But again, in the commercials, the kids were like out there mowing down their friends with these yeah. Nerf gun machine guns. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was like the smaller ones that had like a nice punch to it. Yeah. Like you could tell when you, you'd fire it and they would like really go straight and like you can shoot some targets around your house right. that kind of stuff i remember when i went to uh fao schwartz when i was like my first time in new york i was probably eight or something like that <laughs> i got a story about this but go uh i got a, a nerf gun there and it was the secret shot you remember this one so it was like it was green and it, it was a normal pistol but in the in the handle oh, it had oh, a yeah. little thing as well yeah it had like a uh 
what do you call it? A chamber there as well, I guess. Yep. And you would flip this thing. And so you could do this whole, like, I give up. Uh-huh. <laughs> shoot, it yes. out, shoot it out of the handle. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. I had that. Yeah. Yes. I remember that one. And then another similar one, it had a flip down from the, fr- on top. Uh-huh. So when it was folded up around the barrel, you then click a button and it barrel. would flip down. Yeah. So you could do the same thing. People wouldn't see it. Yeah, I yeah, love those things. That was great. Because you always said, I give up, and therefore... Right. Hey, <laughs> don't shoot. Yeah. Uh, F.A.O. Schwartz. Yeah. First time I was in New York, my dad and I went there, and then my dad left me in F.A.O. Schwartz. Mm. Fine place to leave a child. Sure. I was fine. Probably the best place to leave a child I in mean, New York. I mean, yeah. And yeah. it's huge, yeah. right? So I can get lost in teddy bear room. Watch Spider-Man on the giant whatever. eight by eight TV or something. Yeah. Uh, so security, though, comes and like is like, hey, son... Like either you, you're either you're like cutting school or like we don't know you. They guess they're watching me on like security cameras. Yeah, bring me back up into their security room and like make me wait for my dad. I just see my dad on a little CCTV, <laughs> just like walking through. Where's Where's my son? <laughs> he had left the store. I think he had like went to go buy something else. Uh, or I don't know. I was yeah. fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I was mature for my age. I was a mature eight year old. Nice Nerf guns. Uh, what's your number two? Um, I'm gonna go so. Another little backstory here. Uh, we're covering decades, and I'm doing the 70s and 80s, and yes. Michaels is doing the 90s and 2000s. So my head is definitely like a little bit in the older toy yeah. right now. So I'm going to so actually... You're making excuses already for this so, terrible yes, pick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Tops. So <laughs> now I'm actually going to go Simon. Simon was good. Simon's a good game. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Or a good, good toy. It's a game. It's, 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 it's it really mixes game. things together. Yeah. It's um, an actual object that entertains you, but it's also a right. game that you play. And if, if you don't remember Simon, Simon's the one with four colors, and it's they're in different quadrants, and they would do the different patterns, and then you'd have to hit Appear. back the pattern. Yeah. And then they would get faster and longer, mm-hmm. and you'd see how long you could go. Really good game. Yes. Especially for an only child. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go... You might have a problem with this, but I'm taking my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures and all the stuff that went along with it. Uh, I had yeah, this I, giant truck they could all ride in that shot pizzas out of the top. Yeah. <laughs> I loved I my Ninja Turtle toys. Dude, they were so much fun. Good pick, though. Yeah. Also, every, they I had everything the best. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles is the best. I had Ninja Turtle um, cheats. I'd have to like name them before I go to bed as like a kid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But all like the ninja stuff is great. Like yeah. all the different swords mm-hmm. and their little um the trident things they had. I don't yeah. know what those are called. Numchucks. The sigh and the numchucks and the sword and yeah. the long staff the bow staff and all that crap. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention just like Michelangelo was the best. And Ooh. how cool was it be like Michelangelo guy? For sure. Well, because we're both Michaels. Yeah, I was a Raphael guy though. Right. He's a big raft guy. I thought he was edgy. <laughs> Isn't he kind of emo? Yeah, a little emo. Yeah. Like definitely, like you know, he was kind of like the black sheep sometimes, and yeah, he, didn't, take, he didn't take any any shit from anybody. I mean, that's why I kind of always liked Donatello and Leonardo. They were just kind of like straight edge. Yeah, they filled <laughs> they filled places and were like some comedic relief. Yeah, Leonardo was like a thinker for sure. Um, for my third, I'm gonna take. This is when I was a little bit older, but uh, the Halo video game series. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so many hours playing that game. Yeah. Still to this day, play it sometimes. I mean, Halo One is still, I think, my favorite game. Now I can play. So we're gonna multiplayer. So we are gonna we're gonna group that in. Yeah, sure. Yes, of course. Sure. All There's right. plenty of toys to go around or to choose from. Yeah. Um. Great. Great game. Yes. So many different Halo parties. It's so great when you actually had to go over to your friend's house and play on like a split screen in their house. Oh, no, yeah. Not, not only a split know? screen. Uh, somebody else will bring an Xbox and you do a little like oh. LAN in somebody's house. Yeah. A little system link. Totally. That way four, everybody four can have four. Um, a half a screen or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody have a have a, a quarter, but you could play four on four and you, nobody could see your nobody screen. Could, nobody could screen. Yeah. Yeah. No screen watching. Which was a big factor in Halo 1. For sure. You know, like especially playing some of those levels. You can't just like run and like look at the wall in case people can't right, see. Exactly. <laughs> run around the side uh, of Sidewinder. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Power Wheels. Power Wheels? The, like the main Power Wheel where it the, had the like Jeep. an electric Jeep yeah, that you could drive around. Let's go on. I forgot about um, that. Really solid toy when you were a kid. Yeah. I guess that was like, was that a rich kid toy? Well, I, I don't, mean, I, Scott said I, that, I looked but them I just don't I think they, it's, They're not cheap, but like yeah. they're way less they're not as expensive as i thought they could be Maybe how much 200 bucks 400 okay um it's not that's not a cheap toy, yeah, but, when, a cheap toy. but when you think it's something that a kid like a six-year-old or a five or whatever could, yeah. could drive around and you could have two people in it like two two friends yeah that's a pretty good toy for 400 bucks my friend's dad um bought a tesla and my friend has a i guess he's two or three now 
uh-huh. a son, but for his like first birthday, uh, when my when his dad bought a Tesla, they gave him a, like a little mini Power Wheels Tesla. Uh-huh. Except for my friend's son's first birthday, he got this like Power Wheels Tesla. So his it's, dad has the big one, and he's got the small one. His grandfather has the big oh, one. Okay. Yeah, and his, and he's got the this little Power Wheels one. That's awesome. It was sweet. It had like a you could play. It has like an iPod port, iPhone port in it. You could like play music. Oh from. my god, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. That's so cool. Uh, to be a kid these days. I know. Um, I'm gonna go with Game Boy. Okay. I'm gonna take it. Take it off the board. Yep. Uh, great, great game. Love so many of their games that came on Game Boy. Look, yeah, Tetris for covered sure. it in a whole episode. You can go back and listen to. I it. can still feel my legs falling asleep sitting on the toilet playing <laughs> Game Boy <laughs> for like forty five well, minutes. It was also so cool. It was like the first thing that was really mobile and like good. Yeah, you know, like b- battery life was good. Take it on like, like a long car ride, and you had Pokemon games the whole way. Play Pokemon. Pokemon. Poor it's a really solid, well. solid little handheld console game. That's good. That's good. Um. We're doing five, right? So I have two more. Yeah, two uh, more than I got. One more. Yes. Yep. This is this might cause a little controversy, but I loved this toy as a kid. And I don't know what it's called, but it's those uh, like the marble drop thing. It's like a, a contraption that you like put a marble in the top and it just goes down and it, it doesn't do anything other than like go down like through these like different tubes and stuff and then ends well, up at the bottom. Was this the game that it, you could ma- you could kind of make your own Rube Goldberg machine? Well, the, I mean, I guess you could, but I just made like really big towers and would just drop a bunch of marbles and then just watch it go down. I think you were supposed to be more challenging. Than that. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of like a connects almost. Yes, uh, this is it. Yes. Okay. No, but so there's no, there's no like, it's not. Yes. It's yes, not yes, a I bunch see. of simple machines. It's like it just you literally just drop it down and it like spins wheels and like I goes. See. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. So it's not like that next level of connects where you had to be like, this is for twelve to fourteen year olds. Right. That's for like four to six-year-olds. Well, I'd be careful with four-year-olds because it might eat the marbles. That's true. So maybe six to eight-year-olds. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good game. Yeah. Good I little toy. That. I was going to include something else with that that I thought went along with it, but I didn't want to take two. So I'll just take that one. My final one, probably my favorite toy if I really think about it, uh, wiffle ball. Wiffle ball? We, just like a wiffle ball and bat? Yeah. We used to have so many in my backyard. It was the perfect like baseball stadium. My backyard, another. we had like two different stadiums we would play at. We would have like... <laughs> a circuit and like almost a league we played every summer basically for the last like three or four years of high school or I guess all three or four years of high school we would just play all the time and uh you know always you have like ground rules and stuff like that if you we played in my backyard and my house was like over the right field fence Uh so you could hit a home run and it would like hit the house or whatever but if you hit it over the house it was just game over get you into the game yeah it wasn't easy I mean it was easier for lefties obviously but you had to have some oppo power for a righty uh-huh. to do it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You weren't using one of those like bigger bats, the ones that it yeah. had to be the yellow skinnier bat. Yeah, like yeah. that or like something similar. Like it wasn't the big like uh, the bongo bats. Yeah, you, you those? could they pound were, like, those. They were hollow. Balls. Yeah, yeah. You could hit hit a tennis ball like four hundred yards. Yeah, it would right. look like a club out of a Flintstones. Yes, I think that's a, <laughs> that's the way I kind of always equated those things. Right. You no. could pound balls with that. Pound wolf balls. Yeah, no, it was the normal stuff. We did upgrade the balls at one point where you could like put some like cool spin on it and stuff like that. Mm. Just because I mean, it would get too easy if you just lob them down the middle. We had yeah. to put some speed to it. And some, you learned how to like the big harder pitches up, and down, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, left, right, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, wiffle ball is going to be my other one. Um, I'm going to go with my last one, uh, G.I. Joe. Okay. Uh, you know, the action figure line of toys, I think, is... It's one that I... It, it's like when you play with them a lot and you're going to use them like there's either people that like to save them and like they like preserve them mm-hmm. so it's like a collectible right and then you'd have people that were like really using nerds. them like nerds yes i was kind of more in between i didn't really play with them but i wasn't also saving them for like collectible right so like i had ones that had you know like nice ones i had like a ghillie suit or like a sniper <laughs> had like other one, and I had like a ledge in like a bathroom. And yeah, like, you know, they're all set up. And I mean, this was like I think I still had this thing when I was like it's seventeen, because they're just cool looking. Yeah, they are. Um, Some of them are like just really high, high quality. It's a high quality doll. Yeah, well, and like some of them would be like normal action figure size, and you get the ones that were like one and a half feet long. It's, those were more the ones I had on yeah. like the ledge. They were like you could, you could like make them have like a full. They could take a full knee and like be totally stable. Yeah, with all their stuff on and right. whatnot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. One thing I just, I mean, we'll probably get into it, but one that I forgot, maybe you'll talk about it. I didn't see it in mine. But I used to play with just the little green army men. 
Oh yeah, all the time. To- I Those love are like Army the Man. best toy of all time. I think. It's, I can't believe I left it off my list I, now. I, honestly, I, I hadn't even thought about them, and I'm wondering they weren't on any of my like big lists when I was going back through the years. Yeah, and I'm surprised because, well, all right, let's just move into the next topic then. Okay. Because I, I kind of wanted to talk about this. I was so amazed when I was going back through the the I, I did the 70s and 80s. Yeah. How many toys are still pretty big now? Oh yeah, for sure. And also, how many toys started way later? These than started I in 1938. By the that's way, what so. I mean. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. That's why it didn't come up, I guess. But I mean, this kind of ruins it. But do you remember even just like the little the Green Army Men video game? And like oh, yeah. it was like a Command and Conquer style click uh, and what? strategy game. Yeah. Then that yeah. Really fun. Uh, Forget what I think it was on PC. Anyways. Was, yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Love Green Army Men. They were great. Had the flamethrower guy, the main. The, main, oh man, the worst one was the, it was the it was the prisoner <laughs> who just held his gun over his head. That was, like, yeah. this guy, what is well, no, he, I thought he wasn't a prisoner. I thought he was just like going through marsh. Oh, was he like, uh, he he's was like, wading through the water? He's wading through water, oh. keeping his gun clean. And he was always a prisoner in my camp. Oh. Yeah, the guy was always. <laughs> they let him keep was, his gun? He was always in jail. <laughs> well, he was, he was being uh, arrested. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot. Right. I got gotcha. um, you. Yeah, Kevin really McAllister just blasting with a BB gun through right. the laundry chute. Right. I mean, so many, uh, so many movies. I feel kind of showed people how to play with toys. Like I remember yeah. watching that and being like, "Oh, I want to. I do. I want a little BB gun." Army Men 3D, Army Men yeah. Sarge's Heroes. Yeah, those two really good games. Yeah. Um. Uh. So before we jump into the decade thing, I just wanted to talk. We we can do it before or after, but the so I looked up a little bit about the Toy Hall of Fame. Yes. So we'll tell people. Uh, so so there is a toy hall of fame now. Is this a new thing or just no, new? No, I think indu- since new the nineties. Since okay. the nineties, or like maybe earlier than that. But there's a. It's the Strong Museum in Rochester, New York. The Strong Museum of all things play or something like that uh, in Rochester, New York. On the top floor is the National Toy Hall of Fame. Um, they've released. I guess not longer. They released the finalists for the 2020 uh, induction class. Mm-hmm. Induction. Yeah, yeah, class. Uh, and then on November 5th of this year, they're going to be, they'll let in three of these finalists. So we'll go through the finalists, and they're kind of all over the place. Uh, you have Bingo, the game Bingo. Okay. Uh, Briar Horses, which are just like these little toy horses. I'm sure I've played with them at some point, but I don't really know. Uh, Jenga. Okay, great game. Light Bright. Yes. Remember Light Bright? That's on my list. That's what I'm going to talk about. Master of the Universe toys, so like He Man. Mm-hmm. He Man. Mm hmm. Uh, which were before my time, I think. Uh, My Little Pony, mm-hmm. Risk, Sidewalk Chalk. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. That's not a toy. Well, it's up for. It's a finalist. Uh, the game Sorry. <clears throat> okay. The Tamagotchi, mm-hmm. and Yahtzee. So a lot of games in this. A lot of games. Oh, and uh, Baby Nancy. Yeah. Baby Nancy was like the first, I think. Like, so it was like it's a it's a little uh, black baby doll, mm-hmm. and it was like they decided to make toys for reflect Black Pride, Black Talent, all that kind of stuff in the nineteen mm-hmm. sixties. And so this is Baby Nancy, so she's up for it as well. Oh. Um, so that the, only three of those will be chosen, I guess, on November fifth. Uh, I looked up the original inductees, and these are just like the classic toys. I mean, you you could probably name several of them, but you got Barbie, Crayola crayons. So that's where I guess Sidewalk Chalk gets a pass. Yeah. An Erector Set, Etch-A-Sketch, Frisbee, Hula Hoop, Lego, Lincoln Logs, Marbles, Monopoly, Play-Doh, the Radio Flyer Wagon, you know, a little red wagon, Yep. Uh, roller Skates, Teddy Bear, Tinker Toys, the Viewmaster, mm-hmm. and the Dunkin' Yo-Yo. Hmm. I mean, that's, those are very solid toys. Some of them, I think, it's a liberal take on toy. I don't know if crayons, if crayons and sidewalk chalk or toys i know that they're used in recreation like you know you'd make um different games that you draw what's that game uh, hopscotch hopscotch yeah um yeah if you got crayons sidewalk chalk i think throw it on right anyway. i mean crayons are in the, uh, the original but those are some know. other really good toys i was going to talk about light bright i think that it's just so much fun with the with the Little Dots pegs and the little pegs and the <laughs> lights. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, well, let's, <laughs> let's get into the decade talk. So you had the seven. Start with the seventies, I guess, and we'll just go in chronological order. All right. So through the seventies, I have this pretty much broken down by year. Oh, there is some breaking in terms of like uh, merging between two years. Mm-hmm. But nineteen seventy, the Nerf ball launches. Just the ball. Just the ball. 
Uh, this was a foam ball. Yeah. Um, it was billed as the world's first official indoor ball. So this is, you know, telling your mom, it's okay. You can throw this thing around. You're not going to break anything. Yeah, right, mom. Johnny, quit playing not ball w- in the house. Well, not when you got Johnny with a yeah. cannon. That's right. He's breaking, <laughs> he's breaking vases. Vases. Um, yeah, so it was marketed as you can't damage lamps or break windows. You can't hurt babies or old people. Mm. So, but you still got a ball. So it sold 4 million uh, balls in its first year. You do way more research on your stuff. Well, and I just copied and pasted a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, 1971, you had Weebles. Hasbro. Huh? Hasbro came out with Weebles. Weebles? Um, yep. We're supposed to know what that is? They're like little... Um, they had done Mr. Potato Head, and these are kind of like um, evolutions off of that. Roly-poly toys. Yeah, they're like roly-poly things. They, they just kind of you know roll around. Okay. Some of them uh, span for... Some of these toys go for... Uh, people who are younger, kids who are younger, kids might be a little bit more like young adults. Yeah. Um, also in 1972 now, uh, the skateboard kind of had a resurgence. Had a big resurgence in like the 60s mm-hmm. with some surfing. And that was when like the, um, you know, the never ending summer. Yeah. Uh, kind of came out. That is. Uh, the surf movie. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyways, like surf, surfing and skateboarding was kind of on the, on the, yeah. on the rise. And then it really came back again in 1972. Um, when uh, somebody Frank Nasworthy came out with Cadillac wheels, oh. uh, so it kinda, I think it made it a little bit easier to um, to ride, and uh, the bigger wheel kind of made it easier to go over like harsher terrain. I think. Okay. Um, 1973, we have Evil Knievel uh, stunt cycle. Everybody remembers Evil Evil Knievel. 1973, he had uh, he made 13 lucky jumps. Uh, he didn't <laughs> he didn't successfully do all 13. <laughs> Uh, I think he crashed on a couple, uh, but his first jump that year, he cleared 13 vans. Evil Knievel well, stunts like it was a toy. It was like, yes. a, yeah, yeah, okay. it's like a branded, yeah, uh, thing with with Evil Knievel. It was a little wind up. You could make him good on the ramp or whatever. Yep. Um, this was a competitor to the Etch a Sketch that came out, I think, ten years earlier. But in 1974, Tycho released the Magna Doodle. Mm-hmm. This one actually had like a pen, yeah, and you could kind of draw. So different than just like the knobs on the Etch a Sketch, which was a great toy. Um, it's a little bit more involved. That was the biggest uh, toy of that year. Um, Etch Sketch, actually made by a company called the Ohio Art Company. Mm. Interesting. Uh, if you would like to hear more about this next toy, you can go back to the Pet Rock episode. Mm. Michael Brown's 1975 uh, Pet Rock. interview uh, or episode. Yeah. A little, little trivia. How well do you remember your uh, mm. your episode? I don't know what the guy's name is. Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> no. Uh, Gary Dahl. Yes. Gary Dahl. Uh, it was a complete gag gift. Right. Not going to go into it. Go back and listen to another episode. Yeah. 1976, Pong came out. Mm-hmm. So now things starting to get a little bit more digital. Seven, the late 70s and early 80s was like a big expansion of, of a lot of this stuff. Because uh, a year later, Atari presented uh, the Home Pong game yeah. at Sears. Um, and... Sears ordered 150,000 units for the holiday season that year. Kind of the beginning of a real blow up. And I can't even get a freaking Xbox. Can't now. Series X. You think their phone lines are down? Probably. 150,000 units? Whatever. Uh, 1976, we had Stretch Armstrong. Yep. That was the biggest toy that year. Great. Well, I mean, just a good toy. What is he made of? What is he doing? <laughs> uh, if, if you do want to know, it's filled with corn syrup. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, 1977, this is an interesting little tidbit of the late 70s. Biggest movie, do you remember 1977? Halloween. No, I mean, big. it's now like one of the biggest movies. Disney owns it. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars came out in 1977. When did Halloween come out? <laughs> uh, probably, probably around there. Like, okay. But I just I mean, guess Star Wars I mean, Star Wars is huge. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in 1977, you had Micronauts. That were like kind of sci-fi, almost like Megatron-like uh-huh. things that you would play with, almost like a Transformer. But um, this company called Mego passed on taking the Star Wars licensing deal yeah. and put out their own Micronauts and actually gave uh, the toy licensing to um, Marvel. Yes, to Marvel. Yeah. And they were just so delayed because I was going to get to this, but we'll jump to it. 1979, Star Wars toys were like 
the biggest thing of all time. Action figures. Action I got, figures. I saw uh, like an, if you have an original Luke Skywalker action figure in the box, it's like twenty five thousand bucks. It doesn't surprise me at I'd all. Probably more than that, honestly. I mean, you'd have to imagine they there can't be more than like four. Maybe there are a bunch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. These people with their collectibles. Um. But yeah, they actually, they were so slow to get the toys out. They had to sell like IOUs that had like a little schematic of what the toy was. And, and people bought those in 77. And they actually didn't come out until 79. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, 1977 again. This is also 77, 78. You had Mattel uh, Electronic Football, a little handheld football game. Great, great little game. 30 bucks. I don't think I've actually ever played that game. I don't really know why I would. Nah. Not now. I know. I know about it. Those um, little hand, those little electronic. They were only one game. Right? Yeah. Those things were so crappy. Yeah. I had one that was like a goofy movie. You were skateboarding. Yeah. And like it was just impossible. Like it was just you couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't really make make sense of what was going it's on. It's only it's it's just it's like a what's the it's, it's like, like a digital pixel. it's like a digital clock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just on, those little black things move. Those little right. black bars move around. Right. It makes a, a kind of makes a scene happen. Right. What's yeah, that called? Um, anyway, yeah. What can I think of the name? It's just like it's like pixel art. Mm-hmm. Um, 1978. You had Simon Simon and Speak and Spell. Speak and so spell. those were kind of two that went together in that year. Um, so I wanted to have a quick little side note about arcades. Okay. The expansion of arcades really happened between 1978 and 1982. Uh, it supposedly saw unprecedented growth across the entire country. It's peak. It had thirteen thousand arcades across the country. Okay. It put that into perspective. Like, there's fourteen thousand McDonald's. Is that it? Yeah. In the United States. Yeah, I looked that up. I wanted to get that some context right. for for thirteen thousand. Is that right? Yeah. There's only like six thousand movie theaters in the in the country. Okay. So, I mean, arcades were. That's a lot. Nineteen seventy two to nineteen eighty two. Um, yeah, that's a ton. I'm trying to see. And this was really... I guess 2,800. I mean, if you, there's obviously not equally... They're not equally spread out across all states, but 2,800 per state would make, I guess, make sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, it's talking about uh, McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that number's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, in January 1982, cover story at Time Magazine noted the most popular machines were uh, pulling in $400 a week in quarters. Yeah. Um, and the number of dedicated arcades in the U.S. reached thirteen thousand. So I mean, the, the, it was it ended up being a huge business. Atari yeah. was was founded in the late seventies. Um, killed it. Yeah, First, go, go down the pavilion with a six or play some arcade games. It's great. Get that out of your house. Cool. And it actually really um, also really tied into pinball. Right. Remember, I covered. That's yes. another episode we covered. Um, and it's sort of kind of like the next iteration, like bringing in the digital games. You can play mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat and. Galaga at that time. All those yeah. good games. Pac-Man, yeah. Space Invaders. Um, moving into the 80s, we're going to start with uh, Cabbage Batch Kids, mm. uh, Big Wheel. Big Wheel. Big Wheel. It's a great one. But this was kind of confusing. When did when did The Shining come out? Wasn't that in the 70s? I don't know. I just that's When I think of Big Wheel, I just think a little Danny yeah. on that Big Wheel. Just going around the Overlook. The Shining came out in 1980. Okay. So, so it's probably there. a brand new toy. A little yeah. Danny. Um. Yeah. Good little toy, Mrs. Torrance. Um. The '80s again saw a huge expansion of again Star Wars toys. Empire Strikes Back comes out. You know all these different things. Um. Remember Pound Puppies? Yeah. Just like a little doll, kind of like a little uh, cotton-filled thing. Yeah, they're little stuffed dogs. Uh, I never had one of they, these. Didn't but, they? Couldn't you? Uh, like pack. It was like a big dog, and you packed a bunch of little little puppies inside of it, and you would carry them around. And yeah, and and then you'd like. I don't even know if it was like it was actually birth them out. I think it's that was the idea. Uh, it, well, it was like a Velcro strap uh, thing on like on the belly of the, like, yeah. the big dog, and like there were puppies inside. Yeah, yeah. Do you what, do you think it was mostly meant for um, like little girls? Or anything? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, there's a sec. I like, no we idea. were going to talk about this, but there is like a sexist slant to toys. Like right. that, it has to take on like it's more for boys and stuff. Well, and like there are gr- there are toys for girls, but they need to be kept inside of their like they only do certain things or they only like Im- imitate like an easy bake oven which i was going to get to like domesticated chores yeah uh, and i think that is definitely changing now right which is great or if there was like a successful toy that was like strictly for girls which i'll 
go ahead and talk about this with mine from the nineties, but like you had Polly Pocket come out. Mm-hmm. You remember those? They were like little they they almost looked like a little like makeup yes. thing. And like you open it up and it was like a little miniature dollhouse. Yes. And immediately they came out with Mighty Max, uh-huh. which was like for the guys. Yeah. And I loved those things. Yeah. They were so fun. Yeah. And the commercials were great. Uh-huh. I think it was a TV show as well. But yes, I mean I feel like there was always like a well, we gotta make a counterpart for the boys. Right. Maybe not so much the other way around. Right. Yeah. Well, I just think even all the the packaging, like if it was for a girl's toy, it's a big pink box. Like it definitely puts girls into a corner around like what a girl should be. Right. And like boys are kind of more like, and I'm not saying it doesn't kind of do that with boys too, that like you need to be like, you you care about Tonka trucks or like trains or something like that. But it definitely was a little bit more neutral. Anyways, I'm sure there's like a whole podcast just talking about that. Um. I didn't have one of these, but Teddy Ruxpin. Just the original teddy bear? Yeah, it's like basically. I always liked it when they were making fun of Teddy Ruxpin and uh, uh, what's the Teddy, what's the Mark Wahlberg? Uh, Ted. Ted. It's <laughs> 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 great. Yeah. Uh, My Little Pony. Yeah. Micro Machines. I forgot all about Micro Machines. Micro Machines. Uh, this was. Uh, micro Machines all, they weren't all like war ba- army based, were they? Like, I think they branched out after. Like they became like more commercialized, not just military you stuff. Like a semi or something. Yeah. Okay. Um so this is actually one that I have gotten my niece Grace and came out in the 80s. Uh it's I think the number one toy for like toddlers right now is Fisher Price Little People. Little People Farm. I don't know that. Oh, yeah, like they were huge back then, like they're still huge now. They're just little you know, you you buy a farm, and then you get the chicken, the horse, the pig, okay, the farmers, all these different little things. And she just toys. loves, you know, moving them around. And all right, anyways, yeah. Fisher Price little people. Good. Um, the water ring toss. Do you remember this thing? No. Basically, it's like a, um, almost like the size of a cereal box filled with water, clear, obviously. Yeah, I know what you're talking. About. And then you push a button, and you. Bubbles pop up these rings, and you got to get them on these like it's rods. Minutes of fun. Yeah, I mean it's not. To, I mean, but, but I could see you banging that thing, trying to get the. Yes, I remember those now. The tosses oh, up, God. the rings up. Yeah. Um, bring it up again. Light bright, fantastic game, mm-hmm. toy. Excuse me. Make all your little different pictures out of the light up uh, rods that you'd put in the the board. Yeah, great game. My uh, <clears throat> my friends, you actually went to this bar, but Magdalena's party, the, the dollar exists. But they one of their like their drink specials board was a light bright. Huh. Down there, they like or part of it. They like have it on the bar on the bar. I like, think their specials. And yeah. Stuff. The light bright seems like the toy that they would um, like point out in Stranger Things. You know, it has like sort of that yeah. that like. Very, it's just a very 80s looking game. Yeah. And the marketing of it's like the ultra 80s. Right. Um, great game. I'm not going to go into like, we, we've touched on a lot of these other ones, but like there was a Fisher Price cassette player. So those kind of started coming out. Um, the Atari 2600 came out in the 80s. So again, things moving towards these consoles. Right. Um, you know, those, those, those became huge games. And people put them in arcades and then went down there and played quarters and. You didn't have to buy one and have for your for your house. Right. Um, let's see what else. What else? Yeah, the He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh ones in that's pretty much all I would want to touch on. Okay. Remember Spirograph? There's like time wasters. Do you like uh yeah, you like, do make, like doodles? Make little very intricate, perfect patterns. Yeah. Yeah. You um, like Yes, I didn't remember yeah. that. So I was covering the eight, the seventies and the eighties. Let's move on it. Move on. Closer to the 90s. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Just all very excited about this, Michael. Well, so, I mean, this is, this is, these are the toys that we, we grew up on, I feel like. Um, I just have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, like eight or nine that I want to talk about. Not in any order. So I didn't go through the years like that. Yep. Some that I'll just briefly touch on because we touched on them before, but Pogs. Yep. We're big here, which yep. is kind of a weird toy because nobody really knew what to do with them. You just wanted the slammers that were holographic. You, and awesome. Yeah, you wanted them for the for the design, and right. like they were, you wanted like the ones that were higher quality built. Yeah, the, the slammers. Were. Right, right. The rest of them were just like cardboard, basically. Yeah, but it was basically you're trading with right. with your friends, and then somebody got mad, they took a slammer, and then so that the, then bo- the pogs and tamagotchi. I think we covered all the way. We covered on another 
episode. I don't remember which one. And I think we talked about Beanie Babies as well in another episode. Yeah. But those three for sure, big time 90s toys. Uh, one of the, probably the biggest, the first toy craze I remember uh, was Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, yeah. So that was in the 90s. They were retailing for $28.99 that Christmas, but there were a sh- there was a shortage, I guess. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to have one. It was like Turbo Man and Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Uh, they were Scalpers were selling them for up to $1,500. Oh, wow. For Tickle Me Elmo. I think you can buy one new in a box now for like 40 bucks. Were those like the initial... Hollywood um, holiday fights that happened at Walmart were just people trying to get the last toys. Probably not just trying to get in to buy like right. a cheap TV. Right. This was no no Black Friday. Yeah. Console wars. What was the? Uh, uh, did you mean was Jingle all the way the one where they had to get his kids? Yeah. It was, it was Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he had to get his he had to get his kid a Turbo Man doll. Yeah. And Sinbad got the last one. That's right. And at, at the holiday parade. Arnold somehow dresses up as Turbo Man, but Sinbad dressed up as Turbo Man's villain, and they got in like a real fight over who was going to get the last Turbo Man doll. <laughs> and then ended up everybody got a Turbo. Like I think Arnold's son got one, but he realized how you know Sinbad's son really wanted it, so he gave it to Sinbad's yeah, son. Yeah. Said. And then a truck opened, and there were plenty of Turbo, Turbo Man dolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was basically the Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, another or not another, but a toy from a movie that I had that. And the movie looked so awesome <laughs> and you got so much use out of it. But in reality, for an only child, it was basically you're just talking to yourself. Do you know where I'm going with this? Talk boy? The talk boy. Yep. <laughs> the talk boy. <laughs> Kevin McAllister made that talk boy look incredible. Yep. He got he, he, he foiled two bad guys' plots. Like he, he didn't let him in. For sure. He, he got he himself a suite at the at the Yeah. Uh, at the Plaza. Plaza Hotel. That's right. And he tipped a guy with a stick of gum. Yeah. The talk boy, I did you have one? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Basically, any problem you had, the talk boy could solve. Right. If you knew it was, you knew what to <laughs> it was do. just a tape recorder. <laughs> it was a tape recorder and with a little playback uh, micro or speaker and the slow playback. Right. So you could impersonate your dad. Right. It sounded just like him. The father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the talk boy was a good '90s toy. Yep. Um, kind of in the same vein as Tickle Me Elmo and Beanie Babies, the Furby came out. Mm-hmm. Big time hysteria around that one. Mm-hmm. I, I had one. A, I didn't have one. Really creepy toy. Uh, it would just start talking by itself whenever it felt like it. Yeah. So like it's really nice. Like 3 a.m. You hear like, play with me. You're like, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. You open up the closet. Yeah. And it's like in there. Yeah. And you yeah. like, you go to take the batteries out. There's no batteries in there. And you're right. like, okay, this thing's just possessed. You're like, I didn't leave you there last time. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get murdered. Yep. Uh, so the Furby was big. We talked about Mighty Max and Polly Pocket. They were basically just little handheld dollhouses for a better word, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, for either boys or girls. Um, the Tamagotchi. Oh, uh, so you remember Hit Clips? Hit Clips. So I guess in the 90s is also when CDs were big. And so like you had your disc man maybe, right? Mm-hmm. In the 90s, early 2000s at least. Mm-hmm. 90s for sure. We were in middle school in the 90s? No, 2000s. Yeah. Late 90s. Anyway. Late hit, 90s. hit Clips were like, these little cartridges that would play like 60 seconds of a song, but only one song on each cartridge. And you'd have this like little mini player for it. Mm-hmm. So it was like before like the first MP3 players way before the iPod. It wouldn't even iPod, play a full song. 60 second clips. So you'd get like 60 seconds of bye, bye, bye or something. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Couldn't. Yeah. That's crazy. They couldn't just give you the whole song. Right. So that was a hit clips. The last toy from the nineties that I want to talk about the game changer, the Nintendo 64. Yeah. I mean, it's a real, a real apex moment. I guess the PlayStation one was here as well. I had it as well, but the Nintendo 64 was just, well also on my list it ran this exact same time was dreamcast from Sony, which Dreamcast I actually really did good. like dreamcast is really good. Um, had some good games on it. Yeah. Good controller size. Yeah. But there's nothing that can beat the N64. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's still games that I would play today on there. If I For sure. Yeah. Smash we'll play Mario, Mario party, Mario, Mario party. Yeah. All that stuff. Uh, I mean, golden eye. Goldmine might be one game that I don't think I would have much fun with anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't played it. It was forever. before. Because now you. Well, I mean, and anyway. It I matter, heard somebody's but. making a full replica of that game. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Hmm. Um. So that's not any any toys from like your from the nineties that you can think of that I didn't name there because I'm sure there's plenty. But well, uh, I will say I'll say this is definitely biased because it's like from what I played with and not really. Because I mean, sure, there's like okay, like the Bratz dolls and like all that other stuff. Right, there's right. Like tons of that kind of stuff as well. Well, this isn't a new toy that came out then, but it, there was like a resurgence, like a huge one of um, yo-yos. Yo-yos are big. Yo, why did yo-yos, yo-yos get so big? 
I, I, we, I, I mean, it was, a, it was a thing to collect yo-yos. I had the fireball, I had the brain. Right. Uh, totally. po- Pokemon cards as well, I guess, was around yeah. this time. Yep. Um, definitely had a lot of Pokemon cards. But I remember going to like two or three birthday parties where they hired some pro yo-yo guy uh, to come. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you come and you do tricks and stuff yeah. and like t- teach how to do other things. Yeah. You'd have one of those like, yeah, the silver bullet, like the $100 nice yeah. silver bullet like that would metal. sleep for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly fun. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I loved like, I just loved collecting things. Yeah. Like I, I was okay at yo-yoing, but I just like, I liked having like a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah no, I'll, I'll go on my yo-yos here. Yeah. Um, we were like, uh, I don't know if these were actually, uh, I remember the toys cause they were like, I remember the commercials for them, but like uh, skip it. Oh yeah, uh, but I don't. I don't game. think that's from the '90s. I think it's like older. That kind of they re, yeah. they kind of revitalized. Well, Skip It was sort of the more physically intensive version of. Then they just came out with um the the tap zip it tap it no that's bop it, it. Or bop it that's yeah. it. But the same oh, game, yeah. same thing. Well, you said it, yeah, you just want to jump over the thing around your ankle. Yeah, it's but you didn't have game, to. Though. Well, it's it it feels very similar, except one you're having to jump around and be up and burning calories. Right. Another you're just sitting on your couch like yeah. Do you remember uh, Nickelodeon moon shoes? Yeah. They didn't work if you were like a little bit of a pudgy kid. You just touch the ground <laughs> just every time you jump. <laughs> <enough. laughs> you jump and you just hit the ground. You're I like, didn't have that crap. Well, this is fun. I mean, the, the thing I think I played probably the most with were probably um, just like in, inside basketball hoops, like Fisher Price mm. hoops. With And they, you had to find a ball that wouldn't, you know, shoot off the rim. Right. You'd have to find something with like the, the, the nice proper. Um, something that just had like bounce uh, to it that, yeah. that doesn't just like it's it'd be like going to a, a park and finding out that the park there has double barreled rims yeah you can't sh- you can't shoot on double barreled rims no you can't if you're just stroking it yeah okay alright <laughs> you just you can't do it really so off topic what's a better sound chain net or the swish of like a nylon net I mean the chain net I never like you always wanted it to be there but it was never there yeah so I would go with that, but like a really nice new net is really good. Yeah. But even the newest, newest nets, you know, when you put it on and it would actually like kind of hold the ball. Yeah. It was kind of sucked. Yeah. You want one that it goes through quick and then bounces back to you. Splashes the net out. All right. Sorry. I was off topic. Yep. All right. Those are nineties toys. Yeah. We'll wrap it up. Quirrell quick with some toys from the 2000, from the aughts. Mm -hmm. Um, These are all over the place. Razor scooters. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Uh, we can and also inside of the here. I feel like in the nineties and two thousands, like rollerblading was just huge. Rollerblading was big, and uh, a take on rollerblading: the heelys. Remember the shoes that had the wheel and the heel? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it was so funny how those were marketed to to skaters. Like I'd always just see like those like soap shoes were kind of yeah. along with those yeah, two. You, you just could like grind, grind rails. wherever. Well, no, I mean I I couldn't. No, but people could people, yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> People, like skaters right i like break my forearm as soon as i try to do that yeah uh on the same kind of in the same vein you got the heelys you got the rollerblades, you got the soap shoes uh tech tech the fingerboards oh yeah yeah <laughs> those are skateboards fun. those yeah. were awesome For again like another minutes. thing where the commercials made it seem way better than yeah. it was <laughs> couldn't do any of that what stuff. i did was i got to be like so you just smack it <laughs> just, and then try and land something. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a big twist. No, I mean, yeah but, yeah, but you were watching in the commercials, like these hands were just oh, the most grinding and they have like all this. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. It's it was, nuts. Uh, the original iPod. Yeah. Is that a toy? Sure. Yeah. It served one purpose. You play hey, music if, on if it. If the cassette player is a toy. Right. Yeah. The iPod, that's all you play. Because we kind of draw the, drew the line like an iPad is not a toy because it's too multi-purposed. Right. But an iPod only has one purpose. Right. And it had a, I mean, I love the click wheel. Click wheel was great. There was great. nothing better than that click wheel. Yeah. The original, well, I guess that was a second edition iPod. Um, the first one had the four buttons and the Yeah, wheel, the right? four around the sides. I like the that. first and second were both good editions. Yeah. I also just, I don't know what it is, but I know how it was always nice and things got lighter and lighter and lighter, but there was something to the, the heftiness of it. It was just like a good, it was just felt solid. That first iPod was so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I remember, uh, I might have mentioned this already on the show at some point, but the first year the iPod came out, like my mom and my grandmother was like, well, do you want one of these for Christmas? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I was like, everybody's getting one. You know what I want? Uh, XM to go. <laughs> <laughs> the portable XM player, which like never listened to yeah. once. So yeah, you can record songs on it. It's like, yeah. oh, awesome. But like, it's still just radio yeah. that you have to record a song to. Yeah. Just get an iPod, you idiot. So, similar thing to that. I think I asked for a mini disc tape and like yeah. a mini disc 
Sony player. Zune. Yeah. And I was like in my head that, oh, this is better because I can I can record over these tapes. Right. So I can reuse them. Why do I need to only have 60 songs? Anyways, totally did not see the future. No. Should have just gotten an iPod. And like for my birthday, which was like three months later, I was like, can I have an iPod? Okay, I, an iPod. <laughs> yeah, I, messed. I know I got an XM to go. I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. I want an iPod. <laughs> I screwed up. What am I supposed to do with all this? I got the Cisco CD and the Dr. Dre CD, and I need to put them somewhere, and yeah. I can't do it on my XM to go. Right. Although, uh, to this point, how much do you miss just having like CDs in your visor? Yeah. And you could, and you, you, those like sweet case logic yeah. things you just carry around. I don't know. There was just something nice to So them. good. Had a good smell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I do. Miss just simpler times. You could hold it, you know? The good old days. Yeah. Nostalgia. Like now uh, you just go to Spotify, you just anything you want. Or what songs do you have? I have everything. Yeah, it's the whole analysis paralysis thing. This is terrible. Yeah. I don't like to have like, so many options. Right. I want blue jeans but, or I want blue jeans. But also, <laughs> <laughs> like how great was it when you could go get into your buddy's car and see what CDs he had purchased? He had felt like he needed to go out and get and put into his case logic. Yeah. Same with DVDs. Yeah. Like it was just this nice, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, riding shotgun, flipping through your CDs. They're alphabetized. They're alf- they, got, they got the cover book in front of it right you'd have ones be like oh you've got a backstreet boys thing behind yeah like a lit cd right (laughs) (laughs) the lit cd was just one song my own worst enemy over and over again basically uh but anyways just get better simpler times i guess this conversation along with me watching pin 15 on hulu right now Mm. i just i want to go back i told you yesterday i want to go back to middle school i mean middle school sucked but like yeah well now you guys well now you got people that are just stuck on social media. These kids aren't talking to their friends. They're just sitting there looking at their phones. I, mean, I never really realized that I would get to this like curmudgeon old person ah. so quickly. Yeah. yeah I didn't old, realize. Old man yells at cloud. Yeah. But what are they doing with this TikTok shit? Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Hey, man. Anyways. It, that art is not for everybody to understand. The last toy I had on here, which uh, I guess it kind of counts because that, but I played it a lot. Guitar Hero. Great. I mean, it's a great, <laughs> great game. All right. I've um, watched you play a lot of Guitar Hero. Yes. <laughs> I love Guitar Hero. All right. That I think that's going to do, do it for our toy talk today. That was fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. We made a mistake because we have not picked a topic for next episode yet. Oh, well, then we're picking a topic right now. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> whatever it is, you need to put in like just like a robot voice, like Halloween. <laughs> I was actually going to just leave this in oh. and then have a cutback okay. and be like, Next week's topic is Halloween. 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 <laughs> All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a great uh, rest of your Friday. Yep. This is basically a live episode. Sort of. You were in studio with us today. Yeah. All right. See you later.